0: clear successor to Ship And they haven't announced any sort of successor. Hello and welcome to a very, very special, special edition of Relative Digressions. Uh, I am uh, Renner. I'm Flick. Uh, and we are for the second time in what? Feels shorter than we were expecting. Uh, we're joined by John Ellage. John, do you want to very quickly introduce yourself? Hello.
1: Um, I'm a writer and journalist. I've got a book out which I'm frantically promoting called The Compendium of Not Quite Everything, which is why I am uh, DMing people like the saying, Can I come on your podcast and mention that I've got a book out? Um, and I have. I feel, uh, like, I feel like I DM'd you. I can't, I can't <laughs> remember which way around it was. I kind of feel <laughs> like that's basically every conversation I've had for the past three weeks has been Have you heard about my book? <laughs> Have you ever uh, read
0: John's book? Yeah. Anyway, um
1: on. and but but more importantly, for the purposes of of relative digressions, I have probably I've spent probably about two thirds of the last thirty years uh, thinking nonstop about Doctor Who. So hello. If that intro sounds very familiar,
2: like you've just heard this conversation, that's because you have. But less than twenty four hours after we, so applied... so uh, 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 essentially we we had John on.
0: Um, and we had a lovely conversation with him about Doctor Who And we also talked to him about the future
2: of Doctor Who And speculated on the future showrunner We had very Insightful and in-depth Thoughts about the need for Diversity and moving Forward and progress and what We want to see and the importance of the showrunner Maybe even more than the next Doctor And then twenty Less than 24 hours later they
0: announced Russell Davis was coming back And, and we all went hooray well, that is not what I, I did. But, like, I, I am, I'm in a more hooray space now than I thought I was
1: going to be. You were really anti, weren't you? Like, I remember uh, like I, you were like, really I am, annoyed by it.
2: I, I, I still feel a bit like that, but I will unpick that. Um, I, 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 cou- I found it hard to gauge your reaction because on Facebook you went, oh, for f- sake. And on Twitter you went, oh, excellent. No the, fir- the I, first I, I, one th-
1: was over oh, for f- sake that's that's what yeah, i remember yeah it was, yeah. It, it, it was the same <laughs> on twitter as well yeah.
2: um
0: so, I, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna, we want to unpick our reactions. Uh, but basically, we're recording this supplemental episode to our supplemental episode. Uh, and if you're listening to this first, it's just like Mel in, uh, Trial of Time Lord and it's out of continuity, so it's fine. Um, we're recording a supplemental episode, basically. That's the first uh, time
1: I've ever been compared to Bonnie Langford. I'm not sure I feel about that.
0: There's a, there's <laughs> a, there's a resemblance there, the hair. Um, <laughs> Uh, have you ever been impersonated by kate omara
1: i mean not publicly but who knows what she gets up to in her own time
0: (laughs) (laughs) the biggest thing that's happened in doctor who fandom for quite a while right has just happened and we realize we need to record it for 30 so oh my goodness russell t davis is coming back to doctor who to do at least the anniversary some kind of series it's not clear nothing is really clear uh what do
2: you think What's, where? So I think So first of all as to what exactly He's coming back to do I think based on how wishy-washy the Announcement was the actual fact is that It's an open contract and they don't know yet Apart from The anniversary year it's probably Very open as to Where it goes from there
1: Yeah I mean my read is I think there's been a lot of A lot of speculation Built on top of not very much Information yeah. Um because I was, I mean, I, I, I read the release saying, like, there's going to be a 60th anniversary special followed by a series, and you'll be in charge of both. Uh, That's what I read. But my, my, my pal, Eddie Robson, um, who, who some of you I'm sure will know, um, pointed out that actually, if you look more closely at it, it's been carefully phrased to not say that. It's kind of an and rather yeah. a therefore thing. Very much so. Um, yeah. so, so my suspicion is. All that's happened so far is they've kind of they they've signed the contract. They've agreed this is what's going to happen. But all the stuff about what exactly the new regime looks like, or or when when they're going to try and make things for broadcast, is probably there's probably a lot of flexibility built uh, it, into it, that. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's actually because worth that's saying of. of- the job Russell has just been contracted to do is working all that stuff out. Yeah,
1: it's kind of how can you get past this thing where at the moment it's clearly impossible to get a series out every year. I'm assuming that a big part of the the, the, the purpose of this is, is to kind of like try and get back on track with a broadcast schedule that looks a lot more like what there was from 2005
0: to eight. Well, it's, it's I'm not sure. Um, I think one aspect of this announcement that we should really which I think is almost as important as Russell C. Davis coming back, actually, is the fact that they are bringing on the Bad Wolf production company, which is the production company started by uh, Julie Gartner and... Um, oh, who's the other Phil one? Phil Coinson? Uh, no, it's the lady. Um, oh. It's Yeah, it's not a Doctor Who person, but it's
2: someone that is a... Uh, I thought Phil Coinson was involved.
0: I, I think a lot of... It's, it's it's it's
2: just all of Russell's old gang.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I should look it up. Um, uh, Jane Tranter. Yeah, it was oh, founded yes. by. So uh, Julie Gardner, if you don't know who she is, um, should really be as high in your mind as uh, she is a t- television producer who basically worked very closely uh, with Russell T. Davis to basically make Doctor Who happen. Uh, that she is as much the mother. Uh, to, uh, of the revival as Russell T Davis is the uh, father, if you see what it I mean. It was her uh, idea rather than Russell's. She went to Russell back in right. 2005. Exactly, and so I think it's really significant that not only have they got Russell C. Davis back, and actually in some ways this is why I'm feeling slightly more positive about it than I was, because it's it's not simply that the BBC have got Russell C. Davis in, but he's going to have to integrate with whatever the cluster f- that is... Um, uh, the current production system, which I'm sure there are great people working in it, but it doesn't seem to be working very well. Uh, but it's going to be a co-production with Bad Real Productions and then the people on board are people who understand the show intimately, who have made this work before, who have worked with Russell before. And I think that is a more positive thing for the show than if they had just sort of grabbed Russell T. Davis out of the ether, which was essentially why my initial reaction was that, oh, for goodness, oh, for goodness sake, um, only stronger language than that.
2: I-, I still feel a little like that, if I'm honest. But Yes, I agree that that was, in my mind, the buried lead is not Russell is back as the showrunner. It's this is now a co-production with Bad Wolf Productions because that, I think, allows Uh, the next show, like almost allows Russell to take a kind of potentially like bringing on the next showrunner rather than this model that we've had so far of the next showrunner kind of just being dropped in it and told to get up to speed. Right, and expected to sort, though. We, I think it might be good
0: as well to to mention a little of what Bad Wolf's work has been, because I suspect people will have seen at least one thing that they've made, even if they're not aware it was them. I, they're not just a company that's been formed for this purpose. Uh, they've done various stuff... M- m- various stuff recently, but the most recent stuff that you've done you've probably heard of was a co-production with New Line Cinema to do the BBC His Dark Materials adaption. Uh, now, obviously, that was quite a high That's budget, a... but it was
2: re- also really good. But they have just actually done a new show with Billy Piper called they I have, hope, Susie.
0: And, and in, interestingly, they also did a show called The Discovery of Witches, which starred, <laughs> among other people, uh, Alex Kingston. So it very <laughs> much is the, ah, the gang is back together sort of uh, sort of production house. Um, but yeah, I, I think the significant thing about that though is uh, both for *Discovery of Witches* and his *Dark Materials*. Uh, I, I'm not sure about the but they're, they are both fundamentally uh, genre, genre st- <laughs> weekly genre shows. They are not *Doctor Who*, but it's good that they know a bunch of people who know how to make that kind of show because some of those skills are useful for making good *Doctor Who*.
1: I mean, my 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 read is that it's. I would be amazed if David wants to come back and and do the exact same job he was doing 15 years ago. He's just not that kind of guy. Yeah. So, so I was assuming that there's a sort of, there's a certain amount of empire building going on here.
0: So, I I think we have to put we have to reexamine the significance of his remark about like there should be a Doctor Who cinematic universe. I mean, he pretty much said basically, if I had been doing this what I did then ten years now instead of ten years ago, I think I could have got away with it a lot more. The kind of stuff they were trying to do with Torchwood and Sarah Jane Adventures becomes much more of a thing in a. In a Doctor Who kind of, in a post MCU context, right? Yeah.
1: So my 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 grand uh, rewatch of of all of the show ever has is currently I've, the last episode I watched was Stolen Earth, and it is very striking looking at that how 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 they very how how Russell very deliberately kind of uses. The spin-offs and these kind of other casts he's got around the place as a way right, of building scale.
2: Avengers Endgame. Yeah, game.
1: exactly. It's a way of saying this is a bigger story than we've had before because we have all these people in the same episode. Or,
0: at the very least, it's his Avengers
2: One, and now he wants to
0: make his Avengers Endgame.
2: Well, no, now I think he wants to make his Disney Plus.
0: I could see a scenario where he he isn't showrunner for very long, but actually he becomes like he he ascends to a higher plane. <laughs> We think that running Doctor Who is like the biggest job, but in the same way that Kevin Feige doesn't like direct every Marvel movie, I could believe that Russell eventually wants to move to a model where the core show is, uh, is probably still there, but like it's less distinctly there and then you have spin-offs. I feel like the potential implicit in the the reveals of The Timeless Children was never going to be realised under Chibnall. But under Davis? I I, I I just didn't even contemplate that he might come back. And it just suddenly changes the game?
1: I I, I didn't like The Timeless Children thing, mostly. But the one way in which I think it had promise was it kind of opened the possibility of like doing random doing completely different takes on the series that are still in continuity somewhere if you want them to i like the idea of like you know the the danish doctor made by dr1 who goes around solving intergalactic crimes in the big jumper or something like that
0: right and 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 that's
1: and those those kind of doors have been opened by by that plot development i can and i can see Davis wanting this to be a bigger job than last time, and I think that is the way you do it. You kind of become the overseer of of that whole universe rather than just, like, lead writer and exec producer on one main show.
2: Because I think, sort of pertinent to this, one of the first questions I had is, like, why does Russell want to do this? Because, by all accounts, by the end of his time working on the show, it was... Like miserable for him, he was having a mental breakdown and kind of hated it. And he's gone I, I, on to bigger and us. better things. And it it just to come back and m- take on the role he used to have or the role that Chibnall has now seems like a career, an almost inexplicable career move. There almost has to be more to it.
1: I mean, yeah, I think we we're, we're all agreeing with that. I think the interesting thing is and everyone's agreeing with that that's been the tone of the debate but none of that is in the press release like this is just like everyone has kind of landed on the same conclusion about how how yes. um Not even though because- it's like the same people ostensibly doing the same jobs before everyone has decided based on that 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 unused quote in Paul Kirkley's interview with Russell in Waitrose magazine last winter everyone has decided, <laughs> decided that the press release means something completely different from the words actually in I it
0: mean, I mean I mean I mean I mean, how could anything that's that? Ha- nothing is more Doctor Who fandom than that. This
1: is like, do you guys, do you, do you remember the the thing where like everyone was convinced that they'd found all ninety missing episodes because of just like the sort of room of oh, the yeah, Omni yeah. room, like, just like I spent like, we always spent months reading like people sort of making stuff up and then watching it turn into fact through repetition. I worry slightly yeah, I mean, that I something mean, that is going on like just that. Like,
2: that was Philip. <laughs> Philip Morris. Philip, Philip Morris, it was Philip Morris, yeah. And
1: he, and oh, he's actually got the same. He name does as the actually cigarette have company. the same name as the cigarette company.
2: It was just basically him, wasn't it? Like leaking, leaking these things.
1: To yeah, dig totally. A uh, and you know, to be fair, he 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 had nine episodes, which was huge. But 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 the rumour mill managed to make what was just a huge, exciting <laughs> development? Like the biggest find of missing episodes ever. Seemed it was disappointing. Also in the
2: anniversary year. Right, yeah, and, and, and again, the, the again, this is big news in an anniversary year. Uh, you said most people would,
0: oh, this, oh, everyone has been on this conclusion, but I think there's a lot of people who perhaps casually follow this show who weren't enthusiastic at all because they have negative feelings about Russell for other reasons, and so they were just like, ugh. And I think there is, uh, there are some negative feelings about it, but even among people who are positive, I think there's a different kind of thing. There's people who are like, oh, they could do all this mad stuff, and there's
2: people who literally do just want to be 2006 again. I was offline basically all of Friday, and I finally heard about this news at about 10pm. So I logged on to Twitter expecting the discourse to be very much, this shows that the show is broken, it's going backwards, this is terrible, oh no, and he said it was all incredibly positive. And for a moment I was just like, this is not the fandom I recognise. And then it just slowly dawned on me how much there'd just been an unspoken, like, we missed the RTD era in fandom Uh, ever since he left.
0: I feel that nostalgia quite strongly. Um, And it's why I kind of come out... I actually am not sure what it means for the future of the show, but I think the thing I was sure on just to begin was the anniversary is now going to be good. I was worried about it. I'm not now. I think I will enjoy... I am primed to
2: enjoy the anniversary. I don't know what... I wasn't actually sure if there would be any specific anniversary commemoration. Right, right. Because 60 is not like 50. You've got to do 50. Yeah,
0: right. You don't have to do 60. Um... Trust me,
1: the older you get, the more you want to celebrate these things. (laughs) Still here.
2: It is also the 60th anniversary of Russell T Davies. I saw, he, he turned 60 that year, and I saw a very funny tweet from somebody saying, it's really nice of Doctor Who to come back for Russell T Davies' 60th anniversary. <laughs> right, quite. Can I
1: just point out, by the way, while we've been having this conversation, I was like Googling Jane Trant's Twitter feed, and I discovered she, she's retweeted the tweet in which I suggested we get Russell back as Labour leader. So there you go.
0: Right. Actually, I do want to say it actually felt a little bit like um, this is a deep cut. Uh, it felt a little bit like the day that Gordon Brown brought, brought back Peter Mandelson into yes. government. Um, <laughs> <laughs> real, real two thousand and nine heads will remember. Um,
2: uh,
0: in the sense, this, that it's just like, is, you're just like this
2: is why this is your contribution to the podcast is to provide like labour. History analogies to the discussion. Every episode has at least one bit where Renner will liken the whatever we're discussing to some bit of labour history.
0: It, it's often
1: so that's, relevant. that's it's entirely the normal, it's, it's normal and healthy and based on based on my social circle, as I understand it. That's perfectly normal behaviour.
0: Yeah, yeah. In fairness, like you, you, you you've got John on <laughs> now
1: as
2: well, so it's like you know. Well, and it is also. It is also a bit in the DNA of the show. Right, Like, even RTD had to do a bit of a new Labour episode. Well, of do you Harry remember... You, I don't Mark. know if
1: you, you remember. There was a... In 2010, there was a Labour Party political broadcast. Um, in fact, no, there were several of them. I'm merging several together. But, like, Tennant did one. Davison did one. Rus- Russell did... Uh, i remember statement. the Moffitt peter davison statement. like basically everyone who was ever involved in doctor who seemingly was actively campaigning for gordon brown's re-election uh which went very well obviously i, I definitely uh,
2: remember peter davison doing yeah. that one. um so i think i know the answer to this because you've sort of remarked that when the show came back you kind of felt like the universe was making things specifically for you but that when RCD, when the RCD era was on the screens, you were, you were a fan. Yeah, of no,
1: I, done. I, I mean, I, I. I'm generally quite good at sort of like bitching about stuff, but looking on the bright side. Like, I've not even been as down on the Chibnall stuff as, as a lot of people I know, because it's like, I expected mm. it to be unwatchably bad. And actually, there have been some episodes in there I really liked. Um, there's also been a load that have been disappointing, but you know, it's not, it's not been a complete waste of my time. But no, I love that. I love the Davis stuff. I love the Moffitt stuff too. But I, it was. It was kind of, like, buried in the sense of, of, like, it is insane that this thing I have been a fan of quietly yeah. for, for the last 20 years is now the biggest thing on television. That was mental.
2: So, Matt, because the reason I ask is that my experience was that actually when this stuff was airing, until 2008, so until the Donna series, I didn't really like Russell T Davies Who. And... I re-evaluated it all on the DVDs a couple of years later, once Matt Smith was the current Doctor, and came to that was when I suddenly was like, "Oh, RTD is actually a really good writer and dramaturge," and the first three seasons through um, Sound of Drums, uh, I didn't really like RTD.
1: That's interesting. What was it that didn't didn't click with you? It's really hard
2: to say now because I actually have a ton of appreciation for it now and what he was doing, but it felt... I think I didn't see some of them... It felt insubstantial, and I think it's because at that time I was too young to see the deeper stuff that he was seeding. So something like Father's Day... I I thought Father's Day was tedious and nothingy when I first watched it, and I would have been fifteen. And now when I watch it, I I appreciate all the stuff it's saying about dads and family and absent parents. And uh, I mean, he didn't write. I that mean, long, f- fifteen is kind no, no. of um,
1: sneer. I think that's the point where you're kind of most cynical about.
2: Yeah, that that might be an aspect of it as well. But certainly, um. I was one of those people during the RTD era who kept saying, can't Moffat take over? Right. Uh, and the monkey's paw curled. That's the thing. A majority opinion among a lot of
0: the fandom was, oh, is good, but it'll be so much better once Moffat takes over. You touched on something there that I think is really interesting that's very distinctive to Russell's whole career, actually. Um, his stuff is often very relevant. I'm not saying it always succeeds, but... The distinguishing thing I remember between, especially the Eccleston season, but actually throughout their thing, it felt like it was embedded in a real world that was approximately our world and had kind of our politics and was often commenting on it. Now, actually, uh, the uh, prime minister in the related Chibnall episode is very clearly like Theresa May in a funny hat,
1: which was weird because that was a good year and a half after Theresa May stopped being prime minister.
0: <laughs> right, but like when when they were making it, that you know, I mean, they had no way of knowing when they were writing it that. Well, I mean, you perhaps could have predicted it. Regardless of that, the point is, I I think it's 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 that is something I am looking forward to seeing. Our uh, on uh Russell stuff is stuff which feels grounded in our because I like it when they did I liked it when they did that, um, it, and I think yeah I, I I think I'm interested to see Russell T Davis take via the Underdogs two on on
2: on our current political moment. So I, I get sort of on that subject of things that Russell we appreciate and think he will do well. Let, let's get back to why we're enthusiastic for this thing that is the exact opposite of everything that we said
1: last time. Because, I, I mean, I was very, very conscious that, like, I think the one thing we sort of all agreed on when we were having that last chat was that that like, I remember saying I, I f- would like it to ideally be not a sort of white man who is born sometime in the... In yeah. this, the 60s or early 70s I, I i wanted a generational shift or a gender shift or i wanted it to be something and so going back to the guy from two showrunners ago is clearly the exact opposite of what i was calling for and yet yeah, i found i was really excited
0: so i think i am excited I, I think that's a legitimate thing to worry about i saw um is it uh black tardis on twitter yeah. um so obviously we're kind of all white so i feel like our perspective in this can only be somehow limited and they were saying they have sort of mixed i think they are they love the rtd era and they're excited for it I, and are excited for it but also there's mixed feelings here because of who russell is and who russell is not yeah i su- suspect ultimately getting russell on board means that the alternative was out of cancellation and if it means that he can shepherd things forward into doctor who evolving and becoming more diverse and
2: harming of a wide range of people and I don't just mean diverse in any particular way but in all sorts of ways uh... so it's definitely not ideal in many ways to go back to not just a middle-aged white old fan but the middle-aged white old fan we had a couple of times before but looking for the ray of sunshine whoever comes after Russell I think will be wet Hopefully, well set up to do well and flourish. Whereas I think if somebody knew and, you know, say it was, I don't know, Michaela Cole, although I don't think she'd do it. But someone like that, say it was them now taking it from Chibnall with, I think, reading between the lines, things not going great behind the scenes in terms of relations with the BBC and stuff. Right now, they would be being set up to fail, and inheriting from Russell T Davies, they'll be being set up to succeed.
0: I, I think you are correct there, and that is a positive. I mean, effect.
1: I feel like one of the ways, or one of the reasons, everyone leapt on the the bad wolf bit, the announcement, and and possibly built um, a, 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 a mountain of of, of theory on the molehill of information. Um, I think is probably <laughs> because this did it. it this kind of makes sense in terms of our so all our priors in terms of like wanting thinking the show needs to move on in terms of voice and stuff. If he is also, if if Davis also sees the job as kind of managing the succession and bringing more writers through who could then take over, and that kind of clicked quite neatly with the idea of a sort of Doctor Who cinematic universe. If you have people running other versions of the show like mini series or whatever that can then step up to run the big one, then.
2: Right, it's a lot easier to be diverse when you've got more jobs yeah, to give. Yeah, and
1: out. I do. I mean, I do think he's. Firstly, I think he's an empire builder because he's ambitious, and his has been, and you could him. Secondly, I think he he cared enough both about the show and about his place in history to kind of want to sort of secure that succession. And thirdly, I kind of think like, he, you know, the the show was consciously diverse in a lot of ways in his era it's only in retrospect that it kind of looks kind of a bit white and staid because that was 15 years ago now um and you know the, and and these debates have moved on but it was very deliberately trying to be progressive in a lot of ways so i i think it would be a mistake to assume that he would just want Want to make the the 2009 series? He was too knackered to do at the time. I think he will be very clearly be responding to to the world we're in now, and a lot of and that will involve mean mean kind of clearing space for for other voices a bit. But I am also at the same time as I kind of you know I feel all those things are probably true. I am also aware that like those are slightly things I've just made up based on my assumptions I'm making. So, Uh,
0: and and indeed, uh, I think my only concern actually in that regard is that having read the writer's tale, he. He was quite controlling, right? Like, he oh, made some great television as a result.
2: But he is, like, a perfectionist and a control freak.
0: Like, the number of scripts that were written by the people whose names were on them only in the most nominal sense. Because actually what happened is that Russell T. Davis wrote them from rewrote them from scratch.
2: Is It's a the non-trivial number. Nom- famously, is basically entirely RTD. Right. And, and that's f- fine. It made some great Who... But it isn't actually conducive to the environment that John has just described. Yeah, I do wonder if there is an element which is, this is sort of the same thing that John was saying that we're making excuses for the fact that this is in fact a regressive move.
0: I I, I mean, as I say, it being a regressive move was my first instinct. I I still think that there's a the chunk of that. I just. I I I think the the accommodation I've come to is that it, it they own that you do this because you have to right you yeah. do this because you have a vision and and that's accounts and that I think as you were saying to me Flick it probably means that it it wasn't like Russell D. Davis or someone who's the opposite Russell T Davis it was quite possibly between Russell D. Davis and
2: nothing. Or it being rested for a few years. Or, or or Russell T. Davis. Or the alternative is that, you know, someone new and young and fresh and diverse gets it and the viewing figures go down and down and down for two years and then it gets cancelled and the new young diverse person is blamed for killing Doctor Who. Which would be worse. And I think it it indicates I think that there were no
1: good
0: there were no ideal choices. And that makes me sad. Okay, I mean it does.
1: I don't. I don't. Um, but again, I think that's but, like is, there are a lot of assumptions built into that comment. You might be right, but also we don't we don't know that it might be that sure. there were loads of great choices around. It's just that the BBC decided to go in this direction. so for, yeah. for reasons that may be good or may be bad. But we don't. We don't. We don't know. I mean, we're kind of always speculating slightly based on based on our assumptions. Um,
2: yeah, I don't want to rule out the possibility that actually. The BBC's first choice was just: it's the 60th anniversary. Let's do something that will tap into everyone's nostalgia. Russell T Davies comes back. He just runs a series of the show, and then he leaves again. And we're all just there going, "Oh, oh."
0: Well, that 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 was actually my when I reacted to it. That was kind of what I thought they were going to do, and just running. And and that will be the end of the show, I think. And I think my big worry was, in part, that it showed the show couldn't ever move beyond his orbit and i think i actually think that i think that essentially the model that he set in 5 was so strongly put together that moffat and chibnall even though in different ways they have moved away from it they couldn't escape its gravity the only person i think who the only person i think who can move the show on is him (laughs) so sort
2: of he's got to come back in to kill what he created
0: yes no, precisely.
2: It's a bit of a... Nixon,
0: only Nixon can go to China. This was moment, also... Right?
2: Um, this was also a thing with JNT that people kind of felt like the show couldn't move on from JNT. You know, the, uh, fam- famously, even the BBC, basically... Didn't think
1: anyone that wasn't could take over from JNT because he was wasn't persuaded because they, to return. They really thought J&T was the only guy with the chops to produce it. Is because no one else wanted the job at that point. Um, like you think you, you well, this is something else we were there. talking about the other day, obviously. But like the the, the narrative, the decline, this narrative around. The chibnall years is nothing compared to what was going on in the eighties. As I, I don't remember it, but as I understand it, when when the BBC really did want to look for a way out of making making the show, and nobody watching seemed to be enjoying it, including including the fan base, that's a that's a million miles from where we are now. Even though it's been a bit, it's not been great the last couple of seasons, but it's not the same thing.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I I like when you read about the behind the scenes then it was just the most toxic environment. Uh clearly well, I hope that we're nowhere near that, that level of Yeah.
0: I mean it's it's it, i it's interesting that we haven't had the Moffat um memoirs. Do you know what I mean? Like I we, we know actually Well, well, I should say we have Russell's perspective. On a section of the behind the scenes of his era, and we certainly have other people's perspective, and I think at some point we should mention Christopher Eccleston, um, but we we just have I just have no idea what it actually, actually was like behind the scenes of the Moffat era, and
2: I I have completely no idea for the Shivan era. Um, you touch upon something there, which is that a lot of this discussion revolves around Russell safe pair of hands knows what he's doing, etc., etc., but famously Eccleston. Had an awful experience of a totally bungled production.
0: Yes, they did learn, right? Like, yes. like it was a trial of fire, and it lost on their lead actor. But they did learn how to make Doctor Who, and and that is part of the benefits of you know when we were talking about the benefits of bringing them back to their experience. It's not because they they got it right first time. Actually, um, I think that first series of Eccleston is great. An accident itself is amazing, uh, but but you know it's, they weren't ge- they weren't genius producers of Doctor Who to begin with. It's a really hard show to produce, so they have learnt those hard lessons once.
1: So are you guys excited or horrified? I'm actually not sure.
2: I'm excited for what will get made, and I think what will hopefully be an uptick in the show. What what I'm horrified would be overstating it but the the negatives that i get off this are not about what's to come it's about what i think uh, and this is classic fan anxiety holdover from 1985 but it's what i think it implies about where the show is actually at right now yeah there's been a lot of rumors about chibnall not getting on with the bbc and things being rough behind the scenes and you know that number of episodes getting cut, the slot being moved, and I've kind of been a little blasé about them until now and been like, it's very easy to say the sky is falling, but I think this move suggests that there was at least some truth in some of that discussion.
0: Yeah, I think that's it for me. I mean, other than the stuff we've already touched on, it's just I was initially hit with a wave of just disquiet. I think, and it has settled now to like. I can't deny I'm not excited. I absolutely am, but like it's. It, I think I I feel very complicated about it, right? And um, that doesn't feel like a. It doesn't feel like a bad way to feel, but it's very. It's. It it's hot. It's not what I was expecting, right? It's just not what I was expecting at all. Right. I, I I didn't think they'd actually bring. I mean the.
2: No I mean absolutely uh, uh, yeah. nobody would have suggested they'd bring back an old showrunner for the sixtieth anniversary.
0: Well, you would have done, yes, yes. fine. But I did. But you, <laughs> but, but you predicted Moffat.
2: Yes, I did. Um, I didn't I, think R T D would want to do it.
0: Well this is, and this and I felt felt similarly, and I and I thought that I, I thought that R T D wouldn't want to do it and I thought Moffat would be I mean, I mean, I, we could talk a little bit about it, but I mean, I think if they if they announced they were bringing Moffat back, the reaction I, would have been a very can they just say this is
1: reminded me of my there. favorite Doctor Who related joke ever, which was in the <laughs> the production notes column that that Davis then Moffat used to write in in DWM um, uh, in in the one in the fiftieth anniversary issue, Moffat starts writing the column, then halfway through. Uh, RTD kind of crashes in and takes over and writes the second half of it. And the very last line of it is Stephen Moffat writing, Well, that was disappointing. I was hoping for one of the classic producers. <laughs> 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 Which I've, been, I've, been, I've loved that joke for eight years. It still makes me really happy. Anyway. Um,
2: I have been reminded by all of this that um, Chibnall was running Torchwood, made a botch of it, and RTD had to yeah. swoop in and save that.
0: I, I, I uh, We were having a conversation which imagined Chibnall as sort of like going to RTD's house at four in the morning going, I'm broken, Doctor <laughs> See, It's really interesting, of course, they didn't announce this at the time of Chibnall leaving. And I do have to wonder about like, was he even in the frame?
1: I mean, like, like ooh, you kind of hinted a couple of times that, may, that maybe you think like it was this or cancellation. I don't buy I don't really like that at all. I think... This, this, is a, this choice is a, a, a reminder of what an important brand it is to the BBC and the fact they're kind of desperate to kind of get it back to the status it held sort of, 10, 15 years ago um, because they can see the value in this kind of global franchise now in a way that, that the TV market was maybe not ready for then. But... So that's
2: more like, I don't think it was this or cancellation, but I think it was this or losing the chance to get back to that
0: it was this or
2: this or decline i think of the show yeah decline rather than cancellation
1: yeah but but it's that is a bit like well if we if we if we had not won we would have lost it's like you know it's still like this is it's hard to look at this and not read it as kind of like some kind of massive vote of confidence from the bbc for all the sort of politics around it and so on like this is this is a sign the BBC knows that this could be a big brand and wants to wants to get it there again um
0: that's that, 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 that's true. If it doesn't work, I don't. I don't really want to contemplate what will happen.
1: I, I mean, maybe, but like, I kind of, and maybe this is just being blasé, having having kind of lived through the wilderness years and so on. But I kind of feel like, firstly, like looking at the timeline, the show only has to last another nine and a half years for the new run to outlast the old, just in terms of like you know how long how long it's been back on screen, uh, and I think that's. That is entirely plausible at this point. In fact, it is probably slightly more likely than Wait, not.
2: I, I'm looking forward to watching the seventy fifth anniversary special. That uh... is probably
1: going to happen. There will probably be one of those. But this is sorry. This is the point I was a very in a roundabout way working towards. I kind of feel like the show is always going to come back now. Even if they take it off the air, they will find a way of bringing it back. It is the show that returns. I don't. You know, franchises don't die anymore. Like there, are, there are there are franchises <laughs> yeah. with far far smaller footprints than Doctor Who that people That's keep true. trying to remake.
0: Um, I, I think someone pointed out the other day that they've remade A Star is Born like three or four times. And I've never seen think. any of them.
2: No, four, so four times. Four
0: times, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a, you know, the point is that, like, okay, I know I know that was an absolutely massive film, but, like, I don't think I've seen any of them. <laughs> like, but, you know, there's always an audience <laughs> for it. I, I, there's a, a timeless quality. Um, I was thinking about the fact that, like, I don't know if I've got my maths wrong here, but isn't it like literally as l- the time between now and the revival is the same between the revival and the cancellation?
1: No, we're actually further away from 2005 yeah. than 2005 was from 89 now. I yeah.
2: have a spreadsheet that tracks um, <laughs> tracks if you go the opposite direction from 2005, like oh. it was on TV. Nice. So where are we currently? If you oh, I don't know. The last time I looked, we were in the middle of survival.
0: Oh, anyway, I, I think. I mean, we've sort of remarked this before, but I think in the light of this, it's like there's a degree to which Russell is coming back to revive Doctor Who again, like like he did literally like he did before. Um,
1: I mean, if he's, like come, if he's coming long. back for 2003, it's like Verity Lambert having come back around the time that the that, 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 that Davidson took over from Tom Baker, which is kind of, like, if you think of it like that, that's, that's incredible. It's been back on TV quite a long time at this it's- stage.
2: I mean, so it's mentioning that it's... uh, I I actually only found this out when I was doing some research for the episode we did on the Leisure Hive, but JNT, when he took over on the Leisure Hive, had never been... he wasn't called a showrunner then, but he'd never been a producer in that capacity before. And so Barry Letts came back to actually shepherd the show whilst T got up to speed. And then it turned out that T got up to speed basically from day one, and Barry Letts didn't really have to do anything. But they did bring Barry Letts back to oversee that season
1: yeah and also barry let shared an office with terence dix which is why in the 80s having been away for most of the lo- most of the last five or six years terence dix is suddenly back on the show in various capacities yeah. but 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 rtd has been away for a lot longer than those guys had at that point like this is this is a long old time he's been away there, there really isn't a kind of parallel for it in in the old series um yeah
0: it's it's just it's I I I literally felt like I had gone slightly mad. I don't want say that lightly. I, I I literally felt after I found out the news on Friday or Saturday, whatever it was, I felt like I was like detached from reality. I was like they have brought what? Like I I like the degree to which I was like I, what.
1: I literally screamed like my I hadn't seen I haven't seen the news my my other half was in the bathroom and, and she texted me are you excited about the Doctor Who news of a link and I literally screamed and then she said she I, said I, afterwards I, I, that what she really liked was like it wasn't just the screaming it was the fact that I then scampered around the flat like a small dog for the next 10 minutes because I was <laughs> did, so did excited. You in,
0: did you say you were in the bath?
1: No no she she was in the bath I was,
0: okay, yeah. just, I, was I was imagining a sort of Anyway, yes,
1: Archimedes.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like,
0: John leaps on just... I was
2: on my way into Tesco's <sighs> at 10 p.m. at night, and I ended up just standing in the middle of Silver Street in Bristol. I di- I didn't actually see the original press release until I got home. All I saw was various people talking to me about it. And when I actually read the press release, I was like this actually says like hardly anything. Yeah, right. But we, but we'd all we'd all taken leave of our senses.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like because because they just, I I I like it is.
2: I, I, I don't know. Just I think it, I had the most <laughs> muted response of anyone I know. Oh, if only uh, because uh, I went. Oh, I thought this might happen. <laughs>
1: Well, this true. sorry can it's I just true. can, can like... I just apologise and just say that my, my, my other half who I just mentioned has just sent me a whatsapp message that reads would you do me a huge are you still talking about Doctor Who in a single <laughs> message it suddenly turns into caps halfway through but that is probably a sign that like maybe we should uh, I should be wrapping up sooner sure. yeah, well, rather than I, I, later I, I, I,
0: have, I, I have one last this question this podcast is going to be no, longer than okay. Eccleston's
1: time as Doctor Who she adds
0: um. yeah uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so one last question and then we'll let you go there's an obvious one. Who is Russell's third Doctor going to be?
1: Oh, so so the speculation going around uh, my little corner of fandom is Lydia West.
0: I, I think Lydia West. If you put money on Lydia West, she I think was she, she was in bet.
1: Years and Years. She was in It's a Sin. Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, she, she 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 is she is she is, she is to be frank, like a I, young non-white yeah. woman who is British. Do you want know I me? Mean? Like she she fit. She's like yes, I guess you cast her. She's very good, which helps. I could see her as the doctor. Um, yeah, I mean it might not be Lydia West, but I think the smart money is surely on. Only- like, I,
2: I my 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 position is that wait, like, if you had to put money on someone, that's who you put money on. But I still wouldn't give her more than like ten to one odds.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably true. But like, I, but but, but yeah, but she's my like gut. That's who I vote. That's who I bet on. Yeah. Um. I don't know about anyone else. I mean, the the, the boring um, answer there's, that's there's uh, also
1: going around is Ollie Alexander from years in, from years in, which I don't I, I don't buy I, for a I, second. I, I, I think I, that's... I,
2: I, I I'm not I'm not going to say anything more about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, well, g- g- given how Russell T Davies talked about casting Russell Tovey, you'd be like, why is the doctor like new new killer costume just
0: hot pants and involves him in, like? standing still posing for large amounts of the episode this is like i don't know i don't know if you've read or remember those bits from the writer's tale but like he did just i mean it must have been a very good actor but he did yeah anyway yeah so yeah
1: um uh. okay well thank you thank you thank you for having me 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 back uh, twice in, in like four days or something that's for the, the most exciting <laughs> period in doctor who fandom in in literally years so
2: You've got to yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. something. It's definitely more exciting right now than when it's just his thirty. Yeah, episodes. chaos is He's always, always more fun. Episodes. It's like
1: it's it's the same with like right. sort of writing about right. politics for a living. It's like, well, you know, as someone who li- wants to, who has to live in this country, I'd really like things to be a lot better. But as someone whose income is directly tied towards how, how terrible <laughs> everything is, <laughs> right. this is this right. is quite good. I
0: I, I I actually uh I think the last time I was excited about Doctor Who was actually when they announced Jodie because actually very similar because I was like oh wow. Oh, they're actually doing that.
1: Yeah.
2: I just have no idea what's going to happen now.
1: Exciting times.
2: It is, yeah. So um, look forward in twenty-four hours to the announcement of who the new doctor is going to be, and it's David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God. yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I mean, We going not
0: able to get you back a third time, but uh, I'm just, just going to be, I'm just, just going to be sobbing, on, and just and
1: going, "Buy I'm my book, please, buy my book." <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, I think you might. uh, Now you've been on twice. I think we could actually call you a friend of the show. So uh, thanks to John Elledge for coming on again.
2: Um, I have been Renner. I've been Flick. And this has been Relative Digressions.